Dr. Gemara, we're holding from Zion Amad Aleph. Um, I think we start from Tanara Bannon. No, we start from La'ilam Tehei. Yeah. From Zion Amad Aleph. Tanara Bannon, we're going to La'ilam Tehei, a person should always, a person when he's giving Musr or the like to a person, Tehei Smoil Doicha, the left hand, the weaker hand should push away. The Amin Mikaredes. And the right hand, which is stronger, should be working to bring the person close. Meaning, to leave a wide open space for Truba. Like Elisha, not like Elisha, that he pushed Gechazi Bishteyadav with two hands. Meaning, he didn't leave open a path for Truba. Like Yeshua and Prachia, not like Yeshua and Prachia, that he pushed one of his Talmidim, Yeshu. Uh, with both hands. So now the Gemara goes through Elisha, and then we'll get to Bishuv and Prachet. Elisha Mayim. How did Elisha push Gechazi away with two hands? Answers the Gemara, as it says in the Pasuk, And Naaman said, Swear to me. He told Gechazi, after Elisha declined to accept any gift from Naaman, um, because he healed him, he asked, he told, so Gechazi ran, running after Naaman, and he said, Hoyel, swear to me that Elisha told you to take, take the gifts. And then he said, Kach ki korayim, take two talents of silver and clothing. Uchsiv, and it says later on, Vayoymer Eilov, and Elisha said to Gechazi, Loi libi holach, didn't my heart go with you? Meaning, didn't you understand that I would know? Kasher hafach ish me'al markavtoi. When the man turned me'al markavtoi from on top of his chariot, lekrosecha, to greet you, didn't you know that I would be there, so to speak? I'm going to pause for a second. Keep your finger on the place, but I'm going to pause. Someone called him David Feinstein with a shaila and asked him if he's allowed to do something. And Dovavai said he's not allowed to. I forget what the Shiloh was. It was a Shiloh. I forget exactly what it was. It was Shiloh. He said he can't do it. Maybe he had to do it with feeding people nursing homes. I forget exactly. Maybe it was a Hilcha Shabbos Shiloh with a, you know, an online business or something. He said you shouldn't do it. So he, it was a tough sock. So this person called a different Paisik. And the Paisik said, this is a heter. You can do it. So he didn't know what to do. Now what? So he called my grandfather. He asked my grandfather, what should he do? I have these two psakim. That's a very difficult psak of a David. So, David said, my, my grandfather said to him, you shouldn't do it. David said, it's us, you shouldn't do it. He said, yeah, but the other rough said, it's mutter. So my grandfather said, David said, it's us, and you know, it's not. He said, David doesn't have to know. That's what he said to my grandfather. David no. And my grandfather said, David will know. Do you think that you're going to hide from me? David will know. Okay, continues Elisha to Gechazi. Ha'es is now the time. To take the silver. And to take clothing. And olive trees. And vineyards. And sheep. And cattle. And slaves, ushvachais, and maidservants, is now the time to take all these things? That's what Elisha said to Gechazi. So the Gemara 
interjects and says, Umi Shokil, did Gehazi in fact take Kuli High so much? All he took was silver and clothing. The puzzle doesn't say he took all these other things. Answers the Gemara, you're right. Really, all he took was silver and clothing. Maybe he could have purchased these things with that money, but Amr Rav Yitzchak says, Rav Yitzchak, what Elisha was telling was the following. At that time that Gehazi returned, Elisha was involved in the learning of Perak Shmaynashratim, which is a Perak that deals with the eight, uh, not prohibited, but the eight um, rodents that have Tumah. Omar Loi, and what Elisha was saying to Gehazi was, Russia, I see now you're a Russia. Higia Ace, now the time has come. Little Schar Shmaynashratim. Now the time has come for you to take the schar for your learning. And since Elisha right now was learning the parak of Shemayna Shratzim, he used eight different examples of, of, of money, of wealth, to demonstrate to Gehazi that he's getting the schar in this world because he's a Russia. In other words, Hashem doesn't save the schar for a Russia in Elam Hashem gives it to him in Elam Okay, now. This and, and whatever else he'll get. But he was just alluding to the fact that you're Russia and you're, you're, gonna, you're using it. Yeah, you're getting it here. Right. So now we get to what, what happened. Alicia said to Gehazi, Vitsaras Namon and the Tsaras of Namon, Tidbak Becha should stick to you, Uvizaracha, and to your children, La'ilam, forever. This is a Kalala that Alicia was giving him. And since he was doomed to be out of the Machana and to be a Mitzayrah for the rest of his life and his children's lives, essentially what Elisha was saying was that you're out. There's no way for you to come back. And that was pushing him with both hands. And how, where do we see that Gehazi Takahat Saras? Because the Pasuk says, the Arba Anoshim, and there were four men, Hayu Mitzayrahim, they were Mitzayrahim and were being Medayik, like we spoke at last night. And the Masha says, Hayu Mitzayrahim, since it's written in that way, um, it's telling us that they, these four people became Mitzrayim at one time. In other words, it wasn't usually you have four people that have Tzaraz, each one did their own Chet, each one has their own set of circumstances of how they got it, etc. But no, these four people got, became Mitzrayim in one fell swoop. This is referring to Gehazi, and to his three children. Yeah, when we just see that Gehazi and his children became became Mitzrayim. Yeah, just as the four men became Mitzrayim, and who was that? And they were standing at the front. Who was that? Gehazi and his three sons. The, the Mepharshim asked, what did the sons do wrong? Why should they get a, an Oynish? Remember, we're not talking about, for example, a Mamzer. And it's just, it's not that he did something wrong, but that's just, the union brought this about. Here, the father did a Chet. So Gehazi did something wrong. So therefore, his children have to get punished. The Farshim said that they were involved also. Okay, they weren't squeaky clean that all of a sudden they got Tzaras. Okay, So in other words, we just established that Elisha pushed him away, but the Pasuk Gemara is going to continue to show that really, Elisha tried to bring him back. I don't know if this was a response. What he felt was maybe he overdid the, the Kalala, but Akhapanem, we see that he tried to bring him back to Because remember, 
just because he's a Mitzvah doesn't mean he can't do Tshuva. It's difficult. There's something making it that he can't be back in society the way he used to. But that doesn't mean he can't do Tshuva. Okay? You know what's interesting? Elisha's famous for being Chiesa Macy. Oh boy. That was, that's all right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He will do tshuva when? I mean, the mission says he doesn't get a chayla kolam So Wilson proves out that. Okay. Again, that will be for the five ring. Moshe Wilson is not. Uh, he's not. Uh, he's way up there. Alicia Damasek and Alicia went down to Damasek. Correct Gemara or explains the Gemara. Lama halach. Why did he go there? Why did Elisha go there? Amar Abiyechem. Abiyechem said shahalach that he went lahachziroi legechazi b'tshuva in order to bring gechazi back b'tshuva. V'leichazar, but gechazi did not do tshuva. Now the Gemara explains the conversation. Amar lo. Elisha said to gechazi, chazar b'cha, come back do tshuva. Amar lo. Gechazi said to him, no, kach nekublani mincha. This is the tradition I have from you. Call me shachata. Anyone who sins, vehechdis harabim, and causes others to sin, emaspikin biyadai lasayis tshuva. Hashem does not facilitate, does not help him do tshuva. So, frak the gemara may of it. What did what did he do? We know he didn't have error by going after Naaman, but what did he do that was a chayt machdis harabim? May of it. What did he do? So the gemara answers shot number one. Ikeda amri. Some said. Even Shoy Eves, a magnet, Tola Loi, Gechazi hung, Lechatas Yeravam. For the Avera of Yeravam, meaning for the calf that Yeravam made, he made where this calf was, Gechazi put magnets at different positions in the room, and the Ha'amidoi, and he stood up. He, he, he suspended the Egel, the calf, Ben Shamayim La'aretz, between heaven and earth. And that made people think that this, is, in fact, is a powerful deity. Okay, and they, they served it with more... Uh, it was after the Mysore. It was after. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or at least you didn't know. Either, could be he did it before, but at least you just didn't know. Yeah. So at least had a halamina. That he could do shuva. Yeah. Teachings that he yeah. Could do yeah. I mean, or, second shot is, even if Alicia knew, again, as we see from... The story with Reb Meir and Acher. Reb Meir's Rebbe was Acher, and Acher was saying how he can't do tshuva, because he heard a baskol. The baskol said, Shuvu banim shayvivim, do tshuva klai Yisrael, chutzmei Acher. Except for Acher. Acher can't do tshuva. But Lamaisa, Acher was able to do tshuva. It was, it was part of the Yitzhahara, part of the Nisayan for him to hear that. And he should have done tshuva, number one. And number two, and like we're saying over here, a maspik and biyadu, that just means, what does it mean maspik and biyadu? One understanding is that Hashem, we always have opportunities come our way. We daven that we should be given opportunities that we should be able to, to capitalize. If someone is such a chayti, so Hashem doesn't put those opportunities in his way. Right here, there's an opportunity sitting at his doorstep. Elisha's right here, trying to convince him to do tshuva. So it doesn't mean that he can't do tshuva. It means that Hashem doesn't, you know, give him those opportunities. Okay, that's another mahalach. Vigdamri, and there are some that said a different shot. What Gechazi did to be machdes a rabbin, shame, a shame Hashem 
Chokak lo apuma, he etched out into the mouth of this calf. And the calf was saying the two first of the Asaras Nadibris, Anoichi, it was saying, Anoichi Hashem Alekecha, and Layelecha, which the second one, and people thought, oh, you see that this is a representative of Hashem, or whatever it may be. And therefore, that was how he was machti them. And the third Mahalach is, this is where we're up to now. This is, this is new for tonight, right? This is the Amri. The third answer is Vikadami, and some said that had a Gechazi caused the others to sin, Rabbonon the Talmidim, Docha Mikame. He pushed them away, meaning he prevented. Docha means to push away, but what it means is he prevented Talmidim from coming to learn by Elisha. That doesn't mean he didn't let anyone in, but there was a tremendous amount of people that wanted to come learn by Elisha. And Gechazi was Docha Mikame. He pushed them away from, in front of Elisha, and that was how he was machti as Where do we see that Gechazi pushed them away? Dechsev, as it's written in the Pasuk, and you can write a note over here, it's written in the Pasuk, and this Pasuk is after Gechazi went away, the Pasuk says, B'nei the B'nei Hanavim, which are the people that were working to become Nevi'im, the Talmidim, said to Elisha, Behold this place, that we are sitting there in front of you. It's too cramped. It's too squishy for us. This is what they're telling Elisha after Gechazi left. Why now is it there all of a sudden not enough room? Says the Gemara Mechlal, from here we can infer the Ad that until now, Loi Hava Dachik, it wasn't squishy. Why wasn't it squishy? Because Gechazi was a good guard and he didn't let people in. Right? He didn't let people in when he should have let them in. And since he prevented a lot of Talmudim from coming to learn in front of, from Elisha, that's called, which is a tremendous Chiddush, that's called, he's being Machti Esarab. That is causing the rabbin to, to do others. So just the, the tactical term is squishy. You see the, uh, <laughs> yes, squishy or squishy. Yeah, squishy. Yeah. Okay, that's the third mahalach for how Elisha was chaytu um, machti. Um, <coughs> okay. Now, so tsar. Yeah. You, yeah. Okay. Good. Tsar means narrow. Like we call Ha'ilam Kulai. Tsar Mitzrayim. Ha'ilam Kulai. Gesher. What's it? Gesher Tsar Ma'id. No, not Tsar. No, 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 no. Tsadi Reish. Tsad Tsadi Ayin Reish. Tsar. Ha'ilam Kulai. Gesher. Tsar Ma'id. The whole world is a narrow bridge. It's narrow. Okay, now the Gemara gets to Yeshua and Prach. Dachik means No, Dachik means pushed. Pushed. Like, uh, uh, not, it's like you have to n- constrict it. No, it's like a, you have to nudge something in. It's like we're cramped. Cramped. Okay. Yeshua ben Prach What's the story with Yeshua ben Prach? Says the Gemara. Kedahava kokotil. Kotil means to kill. Kedahava kokotil yanai malko. When yanai malko, when yanai the king, 
have a kokoto when Yana the king was killing Lirabonon to the Rabbonon. So he killed, so again, when Yanai HaMelech went on a rampage and he was killing the Tamil Chacham. So Shimon ben Shetach, Shimon ben Shetach, who was one of the G'daylam at the time, Atminehu Achsei, Atminehu is a Lashon of Tomo. Okay? No. Atminehu, Atminehu Achsei. His sister, Achse means his sister, Shimon ben Shetach's sister, Atminhu. He hid, she hid him. She was hid, he was hidden, Atminhu. He was hidden, Achse, by his sister, who was the wife of Yanai HaMalach. Okay? Yanai was the Malach So again, so Yanai was killing the Rabbanon. So Shimon ben Shetach, he was hidden by his sister. But Rabbi Yeshua ben Prachio, Rabbi Yeshua ben Prachio didn't have that protection. Ozal, he went. Orak, he fled. La Alexandria shal Mitzrayim. To Alexandria of Mitzrayim. Okay? Ki hava shlomo. Ki hava shlomo. When peace reigned. When there was peace. Meaning when Yanai HaMelech, you know, made peace with the Chachamim. He have a shlama when when there was peace, so there was no, uh, you know, whatever it is, news uh, flash. Shalach le Shimon and Shetach. So Shimon and Shetach sent a secret message to Alexandria, and he said the following: Mini, Mini, from me, Mini, from me, Yerushalayim irakodesh, from me. Yerushalayim ir hakodesh, loch to you, Alexandria shal Mitzrayim achosi, to you Alexandria of Mitzrayim achosi, my sister. They were some. They were referred to some Yerushalayim and Alexandria were like sister cities. So this is the message. This is the message that Yana that Shimon ben Shetach is sending to Mitzrayim to Alexandria. And he's saying, Mini, from me, Yerushalayim, Yerakodesh. From me, Yerushalayim, Yerakodesh. Loch, to you, Alexandria, Shomitzrayim, Achaisi. To you, Alexandria, Shomitzrayim, my sister. Yeah, what's the problem? So, you know, that is, you know, the ones with the food of Syria, it's actually a semi-quality. I know, that, that's, I don't think that's, I don't, it, I don't think so. And this was, the, this is, was, from me, Yerushalayim, Yerakodesh. To you, Alexandria, Shomitzrayim. My sister, you could read it either way, but this is how we're going to read it. Bali, you, in other words, otherwise it would read like this: To Alexandria Shemitzrayim. Period. Achosi, my entire shvester, my entire sister, Alexandria, and then this is the message. That's the point. Bali, my master, my master, meaning the master of, of Eretz Yisrael, Sharoi b'soich is dwelling, Sharoi is dwelling, is living within you, in, in Alexandria. Vani and I, Yerushalayim, Yeshevet Shemema. I am sitting, Shemema, desolate or barren. Desolate is probably a better word. Vani Yeshevet Shemema. So he was sending a message <coughs> that look, 
there's, there's a, I'm Yerushalayim, and I, my master is in Alexandria, and we're desolate because we don't have our master. Referring to Rabbi Yeshua ben Prachya. So from this secret message, Omar, Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua ben Prachya said, Shema mino, from this message we can understand, Havalei Shlomo, that there was peace made between the Chachamim, and it's now safe to go back to Yerushalayim. So now Yeshua ben Prachya is going to travel back to Yerushalayim. He also, when Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua ben Prachya came back to Yerushalayim, we're on the way back. Ikla, he happened, Ikla, he happened upon, Lehahu Ushbizo, to a certain inn, to a certain hotel, to a certain, uh, yeah, inn. Yeah. Come Kamayu, they got up in front of him, and they made in front of him, with a tremendous amount of honor, Meaning they, they made a very uh, uh, welcoming uh, thing for him. And they did it even a more, <coughs> more covet they gave to him. Okay, they welcomed him back, the host and the hostess of this inn. Or the hostess of the inn gave him a tremendous amount of covet. Yosef. So Rabbi Yeshua Prachyas was sitting with his Talmidim, and he was praising his hosts. And he said the following, quote, How beautiful, or how, how great, how nice, is this host. Now what he meant was, how nice and how beautiful are the actions of this host. That they went out of the way for Kavanah Torah to show and demonstrate how precious it is to have Rabbi Yeshua ben Prachi back. These are the words he said again. How beautiful are the actions of this host. So the Gemara says, One of Rabbi Yeshua ben Prachi's Talmidim said to him, and this is referring to Yashka, he said to him, Rebbe, Rebbe, Rebbe Yeshua ben Prachio, why are you praising her so much? Eneha, her eyes, terutais, are round. So she's not pretty. Why are you praising her? Eneha, terutais, her eyes are round, or exceptionally round, and uh, odd. So, he was praising the host, the hostess, and Yashka said to Yeshua ben Prachia, he is saying, how beautiful is the hostess? Now, what he was saying was, how beautiful are the actions of the hostess? Because he was responding to the uh, COVID that they showed him um, with the, when they welcomed him. But the Talmud said to Yeshua ben Prachia, Rebbe, her eyes are round, so why are you praising her? In other words, he interpreted Rabbi Shuv and Prachia saying that she's a beautiful woman. Omar Loi, so Rabbi Shuv and Prachia said to him, Rosha, Rosha, Bikacha Toisik, this is what you're involved with? This is what you're talking about? Meaning to say, and there's different understandings over here. One Mahalach is, you thought that that's what I was saying? 
That's one problem. Number two, it sounds like you're saying your only problem with her is that her eyes are round. She's an HSA. She's not your wife. This is how you're thinking? The This is how you're thinking? Eh, her eyes are round. That means that that's the only reason why you're not acting inappropriately with her. Because her eyes are round. She's not attractive to you. The This is what you're involved in? And therefore, says the Gemara, Apik, he sent out, Apik, Rabbi Shuv and Prakhi sent out, Arba Meya Shipuri. Arba Meya Shipuri sent out 400 um, announcers. They would announce with Shifras maybe. He sent out Arba Meya Shipuri, 400 announces that they should announce about him. Vishamta, and he put him in Cheru. So basically, this is the original making something go viral. Rabbi Shuvan Prachia said he's going to put him in Cherim. Not only did he put him in Cherim, he sent out 400 uh, announcers to put him in Cherim. So he has nowhere to go to avoid his Cherim. The Gemara says, Call Yoima every day. Subsequently, Asa Likamei. This Talmud Yeshu came Likamei in front of Rabbi Shuvan Prachia in order to be reaccepted to have the, the Nidoi taken off. And Abishur and Prachia did not accept him. And this is what the Gemara is saying, that you should accept him at some point. Meaning, I don't know how long this went on, but apparently it went on the, for longer than usual, that every single day he came back asking to be let back, and he pushed him off every single day. And this is what it means to push him off with two hands. Now the Gemara concludes and says, One day, have a Kari Krishma. Rabbi Shuv and Prachia was reciting Krishna. Also, the this same Talmud came in front of Rabbi Shuv and Prachia. At this particular time, on this day, finally, Rabbi Shuv and Prachia decided that he was going to accept him back into the fold. Have a bedaite, it was in his mind, in the mind of Rabbi Shuv and Prachia, to accept him, to accept his chuba. But since he was reciting Krishna, he couldn't communicate that. Achvile, he pointed to him biyade with his hand, meaning Rishon and Prachya made some kind of motion to him to wait. He held up his finger, he went like this, whatever it is, he made some kind of motion to show that he should wait. And then he's going to tell him that it's okay. But, Savar, Yashka, Yeshu, Hanaitzri thought, Mitchadachilei, that yet again, Rabbi Shuv and Prachia is pushing him off. And that was it. He had enough. Ozal, he went. Yeshua Noitri went. Zokaf Levinta, he stood up. A pillar, a stone, Upalcha, and he served it as Avaydazara. Omar Lei, so Rabbi Shuv and Prachia said to, to Yeshu after he did this, Chazar b'cha, do tshuva. Omar lei, so Yeshu HaNaitzri said to Rabbi Shuvah Prachya, kach mikublani mimcha, this is a messer I have from you, kala chayte omachi yasarav, anyone who sins and causes others to sin, he must speak in biyad alas tshuva, he doesn't have the ability or he's not given the chance to do tshuva, and therefore I can't do tshuva. Where do we see and in what way did Yeshu cause others to sin? The Omar Mar, as Mar said, 
about Yeshu, Kishaf, he did sorcery, he did uh, witchcraft, Vehesis, and he incited, Vehidiach, and he caused, he led astray, Vehechti Yes Yisrael, and he was Machti Klal Yisrael. I don't know if we need to elaborate on that, but Yeshu caused others to stray with his Kishuf. He did Kishuf, he did. He did. Uh, he was a Mesis from Idiyah for Klal Yisrael. Can you elaborate? Is that before? No. Uh, this is. I mean, it's mashma that he did this before, so he can't do tshuva. He did. Well, I mean, I don't know how long there was in between. He he left Yeshuv and Brachia. He stood up the thing. Now he starts being a sorcerer. And then he did all these things. And Yeshuv and Brachia, I guess, is. So, so from that, he can't do tshuva. Correct. But we're not talking about he can't do tshuva for what he said. Uh-huh. That's not the issue. The issue is. He can't do tshuva because he did all these things to be machdis kol Yisrael. Okay. It was before Rabbi Shimon Prati came to try to make him do tshuva. Correct. But right. after he got pushed away, so sometimes he, he, he kept coming back, coming back. But at a certain point, he left. That's nothing. He starts doing magic. Then Shimon Prati comes and tries to get him. And he said, "I can't." What, what's the sense? This is the, Apparently, the old versions of the Gemara said "Lehadu Yeshua on Night Street," and the censors took it out. The, the Gemara originally said that. No, the Gemara said Yeshua Nitzri. Look at look in your in your Gemara. Actually, they put it in in brackets. It says Mitalmidov, and then it says Yeshua Nitzri, because that was the original. That was the original. Look on the side. Yechen says it's on the side. Our guys just to bring on the side that it was Yeshua Nitzri. Right down here. Oh. Yeshua Naitri. He pushed Yeshua Naitri, and then in the, in the parentheses it says, Dvus Yashon Lefne Hasenzer. This is the old uh, print before the censors. They censored the whole thing. Okay, let's do one brice. Tanya, we learned in a brice. One line. Reb Shimon ben Alazar, Aymer Reb Shimon ben Alazar says, Yetzer, the Yetzahara of a person for marital relations, Tinoik, a child, the Isha, and a woman, with all of these three things, the smile, the left hand should push it away, and the right hand should bring it close, meaning I would have thought that in these, you should avoid it like the plague. Entirely, push it away with both hands. Because of a woman, it's a procreation, it's something that's, it's uh, the Moshe Rabbeinu was in the highest magic. It didn't have that or whatever it is, and a child could lead to childishness, right? And immaturity, whatever it is, acting like that. That would have been the Havaminas of the Gemara. No, push it away with your left hand and bring it close with your right hand. You should still have it. He shows a woman, your wife. That's the Yetzahara of of procreation of of, of marital relations itself. That's the Yetzer. Isha is done, the woman. In other words, maybe Altar Basicha Isha is, you know, don't have anything. Yes, Tanya, we learned in the Bryce. Shimon Alazar, Aymer, Shimon Alazar says about the following three things Yetzer, the Yetzahara, which is referring to the Yetzer for Tashmish. Which would be in marriage. In marriage, yes, yes, yes. Okay, so this is, okay. Yeah, yes, you should, it should be. It should be pushed away with the left, but you pull with the right. Meaning, it shouldn't be... We're talking about people. There are, the, the Gemara talks about a nida, the chi of aina. There's different levels of chi of aina. There are certain... Uh, uh, tayalim, I think we're talking about, that their chi is every day. 
every day. There's a mitzvah every day, whatever it is. So the Gemara is saying, don't overdo it. Don't pull with, don't pull with both hands. Don't overdo it. But don't push away with both hands either. You should have so basically have a balance for it, okay? And the same thing with Tinaik and the same thing with Isha. A child. When you have to give Musa to a child, if you have to you have to be careful. The idea is you have to be careful. All three of these you have to be careful. If you push away Yatesar too much, you're not gonna have children. If you push away a child, he'll go off. And is this relating to the previous Gemara? Yeah, it's the same idea. I don't know. I, don't, I thought it was just a, a continuation of the idea of the left and the right. Isha is the same thing. The wife, the person's wife. If you do these two things, you have no children. It's conversational. You're saying for more reasons than one. Yes. Tashmish itself. Isha, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Yashka was looking at a. a she's doing something out to give her muscle. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always heard. I think it was Rabbi Yashka. Yeah. 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 Yeah